Hello, boys and girls. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of 30 Flirty and Surviving. Um, you can follow along with the show on Instagram at 30 Flirty Surviving, and you can stream new episodes every week on YouTube, iHeart, Apple, Spotify, and that's it, I think. That's all of them. I apologize. I'm feeling a little rusty. I haven't been in the studio for a couple of weeks. It's been three weeks since I've been here. Um, I had told you guys back in episode 33 with my producer Hurley that um, I was going to be taking a trip to Hawaii and I have just returned from that. Um, So I promised you a couple episodes while I was gone and a couple episodes you got, but I did have one week off. So I'm like getting back into my rhythm a little bit, but it feels so good to be here. I'm so excited. I missed it. Now I feel like I'm in my element all again, all over again. Um, But I got to break the ice somehow. So what better way to get me feeling comfortable than to just kind of go over the trip and talk to you guys a little bit about what I did, where I went, the whole deal. And then also just talk travel in general and some um, tips and tricks that I've learned. Um, So you guys can get to know a little bit about what I'm doing from in my personal life behind the scenes um and then of course at the end you know we'll we'll pivot and we'll have a little a little fun why not okay cool so okay first things first so my family and I have been planning this trip for two years but um unfortunately with COVID it got pushed and pushed and pushed and delayed so I had a lot of time to plan but also this was a two-week vacation that we were hoping for and we were also going to all four of the major islands. So we were going to Oahu, Kauai, Maui, and um, the Big Island. So as exciting as it is, it's also a lot of land to cover and it's a little bit overwhelming. So when it comes to planning what we were gonna do in terms of an itinerary or a day-to-day, my number one piece of advice is ask around and a couple days before we were leaving, there's still a lot of gaps in our schedule, things we weren't sure whether or not we were going to get to, whether or not they were worth it. So I posted on my Instagram story, my personal page, and I just had asked, you know, if anyone's been there um, to any of the islands for some recommendations. And I will admit, I felt a little pretentious. I felt like a little uneasy. I feel like it was a flex being like, I'm going to Hawaii. Who has some recommendations? So I wasn't sure about it. My sister was like, Tracy, do not do that. It sounds so weird. Don't ask for help. Don't tell everybody you're going away. But it was the best thing I could have done. So Lisa, eat your words, honey. Because honestly, I got so many recommendations about excursions, activities, little things that you really don't know until you get there, restaurants to eat at. And we don't gatekeep here. So I don't know if any of y'all are planning on going to Hawaii. Maybe not now, maybe down the road. But If you are, this episode is for you. I'm not going to give you all of like the boring nitty gritty details, but if you do want more information on specifics, hit me up in the DMs, call me, beat me if you want to reach me and I will share it all. Um, But first things first, whale watching season. I don't know if people have known this, but Hawaii is very um, known for 
having a lot of whales. And people go there and do these big whale watching tours. Um, But it is seasonal. Whale watching season ends in March. And one of the things that you might not know is that like throughout the remainder of the year, when you go on to websites and you're searching activities and tours and whatnot, whale watching will come up for the entire year. So it is something that you need to look out for because just because you can buy the ticket and you can go, they have these little fine prints that will say, um, you're not guaranteed to see any whales. And like, if you don't, you won't get your money back. So they continue these tours throughout the entire year, knowing damn well, you're never going to see a whale. So if you are planning on or wanting to go whale watching, make sure that you go when it's whale watching season. I think it starts in January. I think it's three months, January through March, but I know it ends in March. So be cautious of that, making sure that you're reading all the details, you're doing your research before you're signing up because those things can be like anywhere from $70 a person to $200 a person. So it can be pricey. It's not worth your money if you're not going to go and see anything. Um, I know you might not see anything the other times too, but you have a better chance. So whale watching season, be aware of it. Number Two is dinner cruises. They will sell you on these cruises and say that you will see these unbelievable sunsets and it's an unparalleled experience. Anywhere you are in Hawaii, you will see the most amazing sunset you've ever seen in your life that will take your breath away, I promise you. And no matter where you're located, what island you're on, I have seen the prettiest sunsets of my life and I did not do no dinner cruise. So you don't need to go pay a couple hundred bucks, eat shitty food, be trapped in a boat for three hours. Don't do the dinner cruises. They're a scam. Okay. Number three, sunblock. And I never really thought I'd be an advocate for this. Like I should be because I'm getting older and like my dermatologist tells me to, but I love a tan, you know, whether it's real, whether it's a spray tan, but truly it is so necessary. I will, any other time of the year, any other beach, any other place, your girl's wearing SPF four. I've got some baby oil on, not there. The sun is so incredibly strong. It's a UV index of 11 and it doesn't actually feel that gross and sticky. Like it feels really nice. There's some breezes and it cools down at night, but that's only because it's not humid. It is still really, really hot and the strong, the sun is super powerful for one day. I was laying out for like three hours and I had 50 SPF on and I still got burnt. Your girl's peeling now peeling and we don't want to see that and we don't need new freckles we don't need new wrinkles I went to bed that night and then the next morning I woke up and my um chest was still red and I had these like wrinkles (laughs) and I looked at my sister and I was like oh my god I've caused permanent sun damage I have a leather chest I look like an old lady what am I gonna do what am I gonna do but then I realized it was just because I like slept on my side and they just needed to go away for the day but That was a relief, but you don't want that to happen to you. So wear your sunblock and be smart because I want you guys to all be safe. Number four, reservations. Reservations. I, people had told me about this when I was starting to talk to a few folks who have been there. um, And I kind of took it with a grain of salt, but they're not kidding. It is not a lie. When you go to a lot of these restaurants, websites on the islands, 
straight up on their homepage, it says make reservations three to six months in advance and they will be completely booked. They'll offer to put you on a cancellation list where sometimes you can get lucky. A lot of people make them in advance and then they totally forget about them or schedules changes and they can't show up. But it is so hard to get a reservation anywhere. You need to make sure you're doing it. A couple days in advance is fine too, but like trying to get into a restaurant same day is nearly impossible. So please make sure you are smart. Um, Also, in terms of the food and stuff there, like everyone, you know, just tells you it's amazing, but hot tip, there is this thing called the Loco Moco, And it's pretty much anywhere. It's primarily a breakfast item, but it is an island favorite. It is white rice with a hamburger patty, but it's usually like good meat. Like what's, what's like good, like Angus meat? Yeah, I guess. Is that like you make a burger? Yeah. Yeah. Like Angus? Something like Angus? (laughs) Something like that. So it's, but it's like good quality. It's not just like a little like burger in your backyard on the grill, you know? And then it has a fried egg that's like ooey and gooey. And then it has um, gravy. It was delicious. For breakfast? For breakfast. Sounds kind of hefty, no? Well, here's the thing. You, everyone is like early birds there. You're out all day long, 12 hour days, especially on vacation. You're in the hot sun. You need some nutrients to keep you going. And... Um, like I said, reservations are hard, so you might as well, you know, fill up in the morning. True. You might not be able to get another meal that day. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can eat people. We're not starving anyone, but, um, it was delicious. So do as the locals do have a loco moco. It was divine, divine. Um, and then number five, um, sort of piggybacking off of that is the nightlife. And so a lot of people had warned me about this, that it's not a very busy state in the evenings. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, I'm going with my family. I'm not trying to club. It's fine. But they weren't joking. There were many days where um, we would go to like a shopping town at night and want to walk around. And by seven o'clock, everything was already closed. So um, I definitely was in bed by 9 p.m. like a grandma most nights. So just keep that in mind when you're planning your travels and your scheduling. It is definitely a, a place where you get up, you have a day, you're outside and you are home early. Um, nothing too crazy. So just think about that too. If like there are shops and stuff that you want to go to, um, maybe carving out some time for that during the day, um, rather than saving all of your activities for the day, because there are really cool things at night, like manta ray. I have calling, do you know the difference between a manatee and a manta ray? Yeah. You do? What Mm -hmm. is it? A manta ray is like, uh, they like have the wings right in the, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're yeah. fish. I know what you're saying. And the manatees are more like walrus looking things. Yeah. Well, I kept calling it a manatee and I thought we were swimming. Like in my head, I was picturing manta ray, but I kept calling it manatee. And my sister was losing her shit. She was like, you would fall over and die if you went swimming with a manatee. <laughs> yeah, you would be terrified. But I kept saying it. But they have um, the manta rays there. Like they kind of glow in the dark. So they do these nighttime tours where um, they 
they give you snorkeling gear and you go out into the water. They take a boat and then they have all these huge lights and the manta rays. I was about to say manatee again. They just like sit there under the water. They're like seven feet. They're they're huge. They're still really big. Um, and they have like their mouths wide open. And because of the light, their skeleton like shell wow. all glows. They like totally glow up. So like there's are there are cool like things you can do at night, but you got to plan accordingly. But for the most part, everything's during the day. Um, okay, here are some of like my favorite excursions, things that I did. And these were mainly recommendations from other people. Um, number one thing I would tell anybody to do this, it is expensive, but it is worth the money, is um, a helicopter tour with island helicopters in Kauai. There are helicopter tours on every island you can go, um, but this one is the one that you want to make time for. It is stunning. It's a two hour trip and you um, fly around the entire city, or sorry, the entire um, island and just breathtaking views. In these two hours, I probably saw 15 to 20 different waterfalls itself. Just gorgeous untouched land and you can just tell that it's like nature doing its fucking thing. Because humans aren't ruining it. And it was beautiful. I was just, you'll never see anything like it. The beaches, it was gorgeous. And then the one thing that makes this really unique is it is the only helicopter company that allows you to land and get out. So at one point during the ride, you actually land in one of the valleys and you can get out and explore a little bit. And it's right in front of Jurassic Falls, which is the waterfall from Jurassic Park. Um, it's 200 feet tall. It's massive. It's gorgeous. It's like if you've ever been to Niagara Falls and you get close and all of a sudden you just like feel the mist. It's just like that. But it was beautiful. It was breathtaking. So that would be my number one recommendation to do. I love how you said that that helicopter company was the only one that lets you land. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but oh, you're just <laughs> during the tour. I'm picturing every other helicopter. Just <laughs> every other company. Off. They're just hundreds and thousands of helicopters just in the air around Hawaii that just can't they land. They just kidnap you. You just live the rest of your life on a helicopter in the air. <laughs> oh, have you ever been on a helicopter? No. I was so nauseous. Yeah, I but feel like it's a, it's, it's a lot worse than a plane. Oh, right it, it's a bumpy ride. Oof. It's a bumpy ride. And you go like right through the clouds. So there was one point where we couldn't see anything. Oh, really? Yeah, Jeez. my life was going to end. But I was trying to avoid those negative parts. Because... Luck I mean, luckily you could land. <laughs> yeah, luckily I could you land. You were on the helicopter that lands. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. I didn't even think about it. Well, how else would you word that? I know. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the second thing that I would recommend as a must have or must do is Queens Bath. It's also in Kauai. It's in Princeville, which is a town on the northeast side of the island. We had gone um, in the early morning, but it had rained overnight in like the wee hours of the morning. And it's you have to take a hike out to get to the bath and it is the steepest hike I've like it's it's well it wasn't the steepest but it's pretty steep and it is all dirt so when it rains it's this like red clayish mud and there were so many people that slipped 
and slid and their whole entire body, their clothes are covered in mud. You you're, you need like actual hiking sneakers to get down there because there's if you don't have traction, you're on the ground. There was at one point when I was just like on all fours because I just figured if I'm going to fall, I might as well stay here on the ground. But um, it was worth it because then once you get out to the bottom of the hike, you're actually at this um, edge of the water and there are several tide pools and in one of the tide pools it's actually fully enclosed um, or there's like a wall barrier so it's safe and the the wind the um, waves won't take you out and you can actually go in and swim people were rock jumping into there um, and there was fish and turtles inside the tide pool with you and it was just such a cool experience there were people from all over there was you know Arizona but then there's Australia Germany all these families couples friends and it was like we were all a family people every time someone would jump off everyone's cheering and yelling and they're asking each other you know like where are you guys from how long are you here where have you been they're getting recommendations from each other it just felt so warm and so inviting and it was just such a nice moment for me of just remembering how kind people can be and especially on vacation when we're all away from work and responsibilities everyone's just in a positive mood they were just so sweet um some you know guy had a red Sox cap on we were talking about the red Sox. it was just so nice but the the tide pool itself was stunning crystal clear waters you can see all the way to the bottom um obviously it's deep enough to jump from the rocks but the waves crash over a little bit too so you can kind of get a little waterfall action on ya it was just stunning i didn't want to leave so if you're up for it and you have the right shoes um go to to queen's bath it's necessary um, my third must have is Diamond Head. It's a um, hike in Honolulu. Um, it is something Honolulu is really known for. It has this, it's like this big crater of an old volcano and you have to kind of hike up um, pretty high. And then there's old pillboxes from um, like the war days. And then there's this tunnel you have to climb through to get to the top. And then there's um, telescopes telescopes at the top so you can kind of get a view of the entire city it's absolutely stunning and it's a nice way to get like a little sweat in a little exercise feel good about yourself before you go eat your loco moco um and Pearl Harbor was super cool too um it was for me really exciting because it was something my dad always wanted to do I think it's a really special moment if you're gonna go make sure you get a tour that um is actually gonna take you out to the USS Arizona not all of them will um Pearl Harbor is neat but it's also museum-y and I think it has like some pamphlets and some information and and it's it's cool but like the real I think the thing that's important is like the USS Arizona and you can go out there and they have the entire memorial and um, you can actually see where the ship still is inside the ocean and you get the full story you can see everyone's names that it's in memory for it's just really really special and it's kind of a humbling moment so on like a sweeter softer side I think that that is something that is a really important part of U.S. history and something that you should make time for. Um, also, if you're going to do a tour, um, there are other exhibits at Pearl Harbor, like a submarine museum and things that um, aren't included in the tour. So it's usually like 45 minutes there, but the submarine tour itself takes 45 minutes. So just be cautious if there's look into like what activities you might want to do at Pearl Harbor and make sure if you have a guided tour, you're not... Um, 
going to be pressed for time. Things that I could live without. I really only have one. Other than everything being closed at night and me having to be in a hotel room with my entire family by 7 p.m. for the rest of the evening, the only thing that I really was not a fan of was Road to Hana. And that's in Maui, and everybody talks about the Road to Hana. Have you ever heard of it before, Harley? Is that like the really steep uh, Yes. Path? It's super windy. It's on the west coast side, of, oh no, the east coast side of Maui. It is... It takes you six to eight hours minimum and maximum 12 hours. It is, it, the the cool thing and the reason why people go is there's a lot of stops along the way on the road to Hana that you can get out and view. There are these things called rainbow eucalyptus trees, which are these massive trees that um, their bark is actually like multicolored and it looks like it's painted on, but it's totally natural. They're like red, orange, teal, yellow, green. It's super cool to see. In real life, there's other waterfalls and kind of like there's additional hikes. There's um, a lava tube. There's cool things, but the roads are so narrow. It is so steep. It is so windy. There's barely any shoulders, so it's very hard to pull off. So there's a lot of times where you'd want to like stop and get out, but there's somebody behind you. They have these one-way bridges, so you can't see somebody coming down, but only one of you can go on at a time, so you kind of hope and pray that there's not going to be coming the other anyone coming the other way it's nuts so it was just a really long day also the way it's like one way in or one way out one way in and one way out or there is an option to do a loop if you go off a little detour so by the time like we were six or eight hours into this I was like get me the hell home let's take this Mm -hmm. little detour and get out of here I'm not going all the way back up there was a freaking landslide from the lava mount, like from the mountains, like old lava that came and blocked the highway exit. So we had to go all the way up and around again. And it was awful. It was so bad. Also, they tell you there's going to be like a ton of food trucks and places to stop and eat. If you have bad weather, that's not going to happen. It rained the day that we did Rotahana. Um, so half of the places to eat and stop at were closed because no one wanted to drive up there in the in the weather. So um, I would recommend doing without it. It just was not, it was just not great. However, if you are going to do it, hot tip. Um, there is this app that you can download called Shaka Guides. And um, it is a app dedicated solely to Hawaii and it has different maps and um, information about the state parks, um, different hikes and road to Hana. Um, And it includes downloadable maps. And this is key because you will lose service 30 minutes into road to Hana. So think about it for six to eight hours, you have no service on your phone. So you can't, it's, it's a straight shot. So you know where you're going, but it's a really long time to not like if you had to, God forbid, call for help or like just if you're trying to figure out a different detour out of there, like there's no map. So you also, it all goes by mile markers there to tell you where things are, but half of it is covered by trees and bushes that they haven't maintained so you miss mile markers so you might think that you're still coming up to whatever waterfall it is you wanted to see but you've passed it so the the um, downloadable map will also like tell it has like an audio guide to it and will tell you exactly where you are and when and um, when to get off and also just make sure you haven't lost your direction so that is key it's also great for a couple other different things on um, the islands the other app that I thought was really great was um, get your guide tours 
Um, that is where I got my Pearl Harbor tickets. They are kind of like a stub hub or Ticketmaster. They buy a bulk of tickets from different tours and activities and um, they sell them either at a little bit of a lower price or um, at like a discount if you order in advance, whatever it is. But um, a lot of times you'll go to the website for things like my dad was looking at the Pearl Harbor website and it said that they didn't have any more tours yet left. But I went on Get Your Guides and they had a bunch because they buy them in advance. So um, it was great for just finding things, searching things. You can put filters on it. Um, and also just having everything in one place. They'll keep, give you mobile tickets. They'll um, have all your confirmation information, details about the event, where to be, pickup locations. Some of them have shuttles. They'll come get you at your hotel and stuff. So um, that was super, super helpful if you're going to be doing any activities on the islands. Um, all righty. What's next? All right. Let's talk about booking. Let's talk about booking. I never thought that these words would come out of my mouth. But a layover, when booking your flight, a layover is essential. Mm. Essential. And I, I'm always a nonstop girl. I'm going to pay the extra. It's like guac. I know it's more, but I'm going to pay extra to go nonstop. But it's 10 hours to get to Hawaii and I think a little bit more on the way home. What is it? Or maybe it's the opposite. It's quicker on the way back. Quicker on the way back. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit more on the way there. That 10, I, it's, it's not feasible. I cannot be sitting down in a plane for that long. Um, we did Boston to Dallas and then Dallas to Honolulu. And the flight to Dallas was super short. It was only like three hours. And then our last leg of the trip from Dallas to Honolulu was closer to eight. So it will make the total travel time a little bit longer, but you'll at least have time to like get out, stretch, pee, have real food, like get a moment to yourself. So it's, I would rather it take a little bit longer and have that than just be stuck in a tiny airplane seat for that long of a period of time on the way back we did Honolulu to Phoenix and then Phoenix to Boston and that was so much better because it cut it right down the middle so it was like even like five hours on either side so um we definitely recommend trying to fly into Phoenix if you're coming from the Boston area um or the east coast um trying to fly into Phoenix and then from Phoenix to Honolulu um so you don't go stir crazy also American doesn't have tvs Oh, really? Oh, they must have that thing where it's like you, you have to download their app and yeah. then you get all the, yeah, on your f iPad or phone. Yeah, or whatever, who is yeah. watching a movie on their iPhone? Yeah. Yeah. So bring a tablet or your computer <laughs> because if you're flying American, okay? But also, hot tip, Hawaiian Airlines is the only airlines that still gives a complimentary meal on like their long flights or whatever. And... They have like a, a chef, the chef from Nobu is involved or whatever. So what? it's sick <laughs> what meals. They, What'd you I, get? I, 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 well, I didn't fly Hawaiian Airlines. I flew oh, American right, right, right. with yeah, no yeah. TVs. Yes, um, right. Yeah. So, but I read uh, when we, we flew um, Hawaiian from island to island. So I was reading the Seatback Little magazine that they give you and I read all that information. Uh, but they give you like three course meals. Damn. We're talking, we're talking. A, a, a meal, whether it's lunch or dinner, and then a snack and a dessert. And they don't hold out. You got, like, there's like this ricotta spinach mushroom filled um, 
what is it? A ravioli. Then there was um, a steak option. There was like a chicken curry option. Um, they have different, it's a set menu depending on the cities, but they're legit. It's legit food. It nice. was, and you get fresh pineapple, of course. Nice. And a leg. Always love that. So fly Hawaiian if you can. Hawaiian flies out of Boston. My dad just is an AA Advantage member. So. Sponsored by Hawaiian. <laughs> I know, right? I wish I was. Um, and then, okay, so um, booking your hotel where you're going to stay. Th- this is something that you really need to think about. Luxury versus experience. So... A lot of the really nicer hotels and resorts are located on one side or city part of each of the islands. However, a lot of the things to do will end up being on the opposite side. It's like the resorts have their own designated area. Um, It took us... We're, we were really fortunate. We stayed in a really nice hotel and it was great. There's things to do in the hotel, but like, that's not what you're going to Hawaii for. You're not going to Hawaii to sit in a resort for 14 days. You want to get out and experience the island and see all there is. So we didn't want to stay there, but it took like a minimum of one hour to get to most places. Um, or I think the max was like three hours away to get to some of the hikes and excursions we wanted to do. So just think about when you're booking, like what your day-to-day is really going to look like um, because you need to either carve out some time for travel or you might want to just do like the Airbnb or maybe a regular hotel um, and get closer to some of the activities that you plan on doing. Um, it's it's just, it's it can take, you know, a whole chunk out of your day if you're, if you're traveling back and forth. So keep it in mind. Um, also speaking of traveling back and forth, a rental car is, is necessary. Um, we rented a car in every single Island and it was worth every single penny. There are not, there's Ubers, but very, very few and far in between. Um, we couldn't even get a hotel shuttle from the airport. So again, you need like reservations for that type of stuff. Taxis were booked out. So getting a car is, so necessary. It gives you a little bit more freedom. You can kind of change your plans if you get a little bit of rain or the weather changes on you. Um, but also make sure you're doing it in advance because it will be a jacked up price if you're trying to do it a couple days before. Try to do it when you're booking either your hotel or um, your flights. Do it in advance. Um, okay, let's see. General travel tips. Masks are off, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know how you feel about that. Whatever blows your skirt up, do you. But, um, you know, don't be dirty. Bring some um, travel Lysol wipes. Wipe down that seat. Wipe down your tray. Wipe down the window. Who knows if people are, like, drooling on there. Keep those with you. Keep them with you at all times. It's also great just to like, I said, if you're doing hikes and stuff, it's also nice to have like little hand wipes or baby wipes, something like to wipe your hands off. They're always getting dirty and sweaty and gross. So a wipe of some kind, a disinfectant, and then maybe some sort of hand wipe. Those are something you want to keep on you at all times. Um, Also, remember to bring cash. I was surprised at how many things do take cards, even like little food trucks that we would see on the road and stuff, which is super great. But um, you got to think about like, tipping the bellman and the room service guy or the person at the pool or little things like beach entrances, national parks, things like that. Like you want to have just a, a good little fold of some small bills on you. 
Um, and bring a light jacket for Hawaii. It does get cold at night, like I said. Um, or a little rain jacket would be good, too. Also, girls, don't take it from me. Take it from my poor shoes that I brought and didn't get used. Don't bring your heels. Leave them at home. They're not worth it. No one's, no one dresses up. Leave all your fancy clothes. You're not, you think you're going to get all cute for a nice dinner. You're not. So leave your heels and your fancy clothes at home. You don't need them there. Um, and also, um, don't overpack your carry-on like I did. Stuff the checked bag into the brim. 50 pounds, 51.4. They'll let you go through. It's fine. Um, but you want to buy souvenirs and trinkets and new stuff. So you got to leave room in the carry-on for new things that you want to bring home. Hot tip. Pro tip. Okay. Um, now that's really it. Anything, anything you want to know about Hawaii? Did you buy me a souvenir? The souvenir was that I landed from the helicopter. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm still here. I brought myself back. Souvenir is your present. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, my sister, when we were in the first island, my sister bought these like chocolates for all of her coworkers, they were completely melted by this mm. end of our trip. I'm just like, what do you get people these days? Like, do people still really do that? I guess. You get them like a gift card for like Starbucks from Hawaii. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were serious there. No, I mean, I, like, I feel like if someone's like watching your dog or like getting your mail or stuff, like you want to get them a little something, but my office is remote. I was like, I'm not going to buy souvenirs for my coworkers. I'm not a souvenir person. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really I'm, get, I just get things for me. I don't like tchotchkes. It's very selfish, but no. I don't buy things for people. But also I'm like, traveling. you were there. So like, it means more to you and you mm -hmm. appreciate it. Like, yeah, everyone's, oh, that's sweet. Thanks for thinking of me. But no one needs another goddamn magnet or like a lighter. Like, I feel like those are the things people buy. Mm -hmm. A keychain. Yeah. Come on. She's going to end up in a drawer. Exactly. Never to be used or just immediately tossed in the bucket. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. That's all I have to say about Hawaii. It was an amazing, amazing time. Also, it was the first time I've ever taken a vacation that long. And truly, honestly, it was so great for my mental health to just fully walk away from work and reset. And uh, it was scary, but I fully recommend that you guys... Do something like that for yourself and, and take a long trip. Use your PTO. Take your vacation. You deserve it. You're not, you know, fighting World War III. Everything's going to be just fine when you come back. So do it. You deserve it. Take advantage of it. It was so good. I feel really refreshed, really recharged. And I am grateful that I was able to do so. But now I want to pivot. Okay. I actually want to do a pretty massive pivot. Okay. All right. So, um... Since I've been gone, there's been a lot going on in pop culture, mainly Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. Mm -hmm. And I'm infatuated with this trial. But what I'm most infatuated with is Camille Vasquez, Johnny's lawyer. Have you seen her work? I mean, she is... Mama needs a raise. She needs a promotion. She needs like Camille for president. She's fantastic. She's killing it. She has caught Amber in so many lies and she has the receipts for everything. Like if my boyfriend ever like is acting funny, I'm going to call Camille and she's going to be my personal PI because she'll get to the bottom of it. I'm sure she'd do it too. She'd do what? Be your personal PI. Oh, oh, yeah, After yeah, yeah. After being Johnny Depp's lawyer. 
What are you trying to say about me? <laughs> what are you trying to say? She might not be a little higher caliber. How do you know I can't pay her? Maybe That's, I can. All right, cool. Yeah, true. That, all Ever that think Hawaii about one. that? <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> it is clear that Amber has already freaking lost the trial. She has committed perjury on multiple occasions. She is making an embarrassment of herself, but I actually wanted to take a moment and I'm not like a preachy person. I'm not a feminist. I'm not like someone who talks about these things a lot, but I truly do have a problem with her from a moral standpoint. And if it turns out that she is just nervous and doing a shitty job explaining the situation and this is there's any truth to her claims, I will eat crow. I will eat my words. I will publicly apologize, but I don't believe her. I don't think there's any truth to anything she's saying. And I think it's so damaging and so irresponsible for women. I women have made such strides in like having a voice when it comes to harassment and um verbal abuse or physical abuse with anything in the workplace with partners the whole me too movement we have finally seen reception from others and like there's things that are being done about it and we've just we've come so far and i think for her to come and sit in the courtroom on what is it called on the stand. On, under oath on the oh. stand that like and make lies it's so damaging to all of that progress and it's so disappointing as a woman that you wouldn't think about that responsibility and like what you're doing and she's has no idea the ramifications like this these are the things that push us back 10 steps these are the things that make it so difficult to be heard to begin with is because there's like this oh, well, you know, why should we believe you? Or like people think you're making it up under false pretenses, whether it's because you're a jealous ex and you want to make him look bad, you want his money, like whatever. But I just am so disappointed in her for this because I just don't understand. I don't think she understands the the impact that this is going to make for for women. I think that it's it's putting a lot of negative thoughts in people's heads who maybe were otherwise swinging in our direction. And mm-hmm. sad to me. So because of that, I want to shit talk her a little bit. Okay. Which leads me to my game. Hurley, will you play a game with me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's called Red Flag or Amber Heard. Since she feels that she can claim pledging and donating or synonymous, I feel... I can claim that Amber Heard and Deal Breaker are synonymous. One okay. and the same. All so right. Amber Heard is Deal Breaker. Gotcha. These are also all things Amber Heard has done that I'm going to be listing off to you. But you let me know what you think about them, okay? All right. <clears throat> Red flag or Amber Heard. Your partner changes the locks on you while you're away on vacation because you had a fight. Mm. You have to think about that? Amber Heard. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Your partner cheats on you in your own home when you're not there. Wait, what's the, it's red flag or Amber Heard, right? Red flag or Amber Heard. Yeah, that's obviously an Amber Heard too. Uh, Okay. Your partner partakes in a threesome that doesn't include you. Amber Heard. 
<laughs> your, so much of a game. <laughs> your partner defecates on your bed. Amber Heard. Your partner's allegations towards you are the determining factor in you missing out on a career opportunity. Amber Heard. Your partner takes photos of you unknowingly while you're sleeping and sends it to her friends. Red flag. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was. I threw one into. I wanted. Yeah, I, I needed a reason to say red flag. That seemed like my only opportunity. <laughs> I mean, I think it's one thing if there. I mean, I I tried to make it a little bit more vague rather than saying to like claim that you're passed out because you're a drug addict. But like, just a, a photo of me sleeping. Maybe she's like, oh my god, you're so cute. Yeah. You know, yeah. look at my little sleeping angel, <laughs> my little baby over here. It couldn't be that bad. Um. Okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> Did anything else happen in pop culture while I was gone? Um, hmm. You know, I don't really follow the tabloids I'm asking that the much wrong person. you very much are. Okay. Well, did you miss me? Scale one to ten. Ten being the most, one being the least. I'll give you an honest answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good Eight. thing. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I missed you an 8.5. Okay. Okay. I wasn't far off. No, no, no. Um, all right. Well, that is it. Um, thank you guys for being so patient with me while I was away. Um, like I said, if you guys are going to Hawaii or you have more questions on Hawaii, let me know. I would be more than happy. Everyone was so sweet to me. I will do the same reciprocate any other information you guys want. Um, I'm your girl. Hit me up. Um, otherwise, just keep checking along for new info, new shows, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.